I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to phone into the program tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. You can also listen to us by listening or going to TalkStreamLive.com. They have radio stations listed. You can listen at your favorite radio station there online. Or you can go to Aftermath.fm where we provide you a stream program. Also, if you want to listen to more convenient time, you can just go to Aftermath.fm. That's Aftermath.fm. And Aftermath.media. You go to Aftermath.media where you can sign up for the uh, the new plan we have, the new yearly plan. It's a uh, friends and family plan, $129 a year, plus you get four other people on board with you. So that's that's a pretty good deal. So if you want to listen to the show... At a more convenient time, go to Aftermath.media. If you want to listen to the show on live stream, it's Aftermath.fm. You know, often things, uh, the most value or quality are, are very small. You know, they say well, little things come in big packages. You know, size of something doesn't always properly indicate its value. So it's also a point of fact that sometimes small things become bigger things, like small problems can lead to bigger crises. It's, cumul- it's a cumulative effect. It's the idea that things build and build and build and build till finally, you know, you get so far you know, over your head, you don't know what to do. So the other day, I was kind of joking. Uh, we were having a conference meeting, Wes and I and Ron. And I was joking. I said, you know, I had to do a show about ketchup packets. <laughs> and I laughed. I said, you know, because I don't know if you know this or not, but the Heinz Ketchup Company is facing a shortage of ketchup packets. Now, I, I, many people probably heard about it, and maybe you haven't heard about it. And, and, you know, maybe you put it in the back of your mind, you know, you say, Clyde, but that's so damn insignificant. Or, whatever, you know, compared to something like, what, death by blood clots from the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Yeah, okay. I mean, no one is going to die from lack of ketchup. <laughs> okay, we know this. But I got to thinking here. In modern-day media fashion, this is what I read, and this is why... I mean, it's the words, okay? It, it, it's how it's worded. And, and this is why it struck me as something that is very important to talk about. And I, and I, I'm, I know I'm saying, trying not to laugh, but here. It, it, in the media way of reporting this, it was reported that perhaps many Americans would have to forego the use of ketchup on their hamburgers and fries with manufacturers struggling to keep up with the demand for single-use packets as restaurants heavily turned to takeout and delivery service during the pandemic. Now, this reminded me of the coin shortage. Remember, you know, people would go to drive-thrus or they'd, you know, they'd, go, they'd go to the businesses and businesses say, well, due to the pandemic, we're not going to accept your coinage or we don't have coinage to give you, so make sure we round it up to the nearest tenth or whatever or you know, pay with a card. So now we have this, this ketchup packet uh, shortage. Uh, the individual packets, the individual sachets of ketchup, which are sent to you when you deliver, when you get your Grubhub or your, you know, your, you know, whatever, you know, your post, you know, what, whatever you're getting, um, DoorDash, whatever, Uber Eats, you get the order, you get the ketchup, and over the last year, there's been such a, you know, an increase of deliveries that it is, uh, 
it, it's now that they're giving away or they're packing in these orders more ketchup envelopes or, or these ketchup packets. And effectively, it's replaced the use of classic glass or plastic bottles that you actually see in a restaurant. And not only that, but if you go to a dining environment, there are some places that will serve you ketchup in a little cup. Or they, because, you know, people don't want to touch a bottle that someone else has touched. So they they freak out and they say, can I have my ketchup in either a packet or a little cup? So in response to the demand, the media is reporting that Heinz has said that it has added multiple new production lines in its factories, which should allow the company to increase manufacturing by 25% to total 12 billion ketchup packets produced in a year. That's a lot of ketchup. And you may be thinking, well... Don't tell me it's going to be three year, th- three hours of me talking about ketchup. Well, no. And no, you may think it's not such a big deal. You may think it's a nothing story with a nothing burger. But even though you may put this on the list of stories, you can say, whatever. I'm thinking, I'm thinking bigger, all right? I'm thinking that what this may indicate is that the pandemic may trigger supply and demand problems in the future, And it's not ketchup packets we're going to be worried about. It's going to be the food supply chain. We're going to be seeing shortages in the food supply chain. In many areas, they're a heck of a lot bigger than some sachet that carries ketchup. It's going to be a lot bigger of a deal for a lot of reasons. I mean, it's a luxury easily taken for granted in the developed world. I mean, we can get ketchup packets. We can get, you know, awesome sauce. We can get fry sauce for those of us who know what fry sauce is. But see, in the developed world, we can go to a store, we can go to a supermarket, a, you know, you go to your your Safeway, your Albertsons, your Piggly Wiggly, your Walmart, whatever. And you can expect diverse, healthy, and safe food on the supermarket shelf. But you ought to understand that this is only possible because of what we have as the complex global supply chains that are capable of rapidly and safely growing, processing, and transporting food by land, sea, and air from fields not just here in the United States, but around the world. The scale of these systems is staggering. About 23% of the food globally produced is traded internationally, and countries worldwide import food at a value of approximately $1.5 trillion annually. And it's no surprise that the global food system accounts for 10% of the world's GDP and employs as many as 1.5 billion people. Now, as governments around the world are taking measures to prevent the spread of COVID-19, the food system is facing extraordinary disruption. Social distancing measures, travel bans, border closures, restricted transport channels, and the temporary shutdown of much of the food service industry are some of the significant hurdles that we've had to overcome. And this, you know, shutting down, opening up, shutting down, opening up, shutting down is harming restaurants and businesses. It gets to a point where restaurateurs are saying, screw it, we're just going to stay open. We, we can't continue to do this. I remember back when they shut down everything back in November, I had a friend of mine named Adam who works at this restaurant. And They were getting ready to, they had a whole, they ordered a bunch of Thanksgiving meals that they were going to serve to people. And so I saw that it was on the menu and I ordered it and I said, this is a fantastic, this is the best Thanksgiving dinner I've ever 
eaten that you guys have offered? And he says, yeah, too bad nobody's going to be able to eat it. I said, what are you talking about? He says, well, you're going to be one of the first guys to eat it, and then we got to throw all that stuff out because nobody's going to want a Thanksgiving dinner when we open again in what, March or April. And I felt bad because I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, that's, think of all that food that they ordered for a Thanksgiving rush or a Christmas rush, and they had to just throw it all out. I mean, you take a, I mean, a lot of people don't understand how we go from farm to plate. I mean, we got farmers and field workers, we got food processors, we got retailers, we got, I mean, I mean, the global pandemic is causing problems at every stage of the supply chain. And for now, at least many sectors in the developed world have shown enough flexibility to ensure that we're going to be getting food, that there's going to be delivery of food to consumers. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that they're going to have to adapt, like Heinz has to adapt, to get those packets of ketchup out to people. So businesses have to adapt to a new model. But little surprises like the ketchup shortages are just part of an even bigger picture. Okay, It's a cumulative thing. I remember when I took economics in high school, I had a teacher who once told me that you can pretty well figure out which way the economy is going by watching the price of movies, Big Macs, and beer. Now, movies are, you know, they've gone up in price since that teacher talked with me. And the reason why is because theaters went from just showing movies to turning it into a speaker experience with music and, and stereophonic sound and Lucas sound and THX. And, and of course, you know, reclining seats now or seats that rumble whenever there's action or all these things, all these different things that they're doing to the theaters. And so a movie, you know, runs anywhere from, you know, 12 to 20 bucks, you know, plus you're paying for candy and everything else. But of course, beer has always been cheap, but it's not. It, it, that's the thing is that it keeps going up in price. And a Big Mac is like a microcosm, and its price always shifts the supply and demand for money. It's always been the case. You can pretty much gauge the economy about how much you're going to be paying for a Big Mac meal at a McDonald's, because that is the cheapest meal you can buy that's prepared for you. And, and and you can gauge the economy based on how a Big Mac is sold or what the price of a Big Mac is, and that's that's been true. In a lot of cases, I mean, when big when when McDonald's can give you one Big Mac and another for a buck, you know they're doing well. You know, you, you, uh, sometimes though, when I mean, you're dealing with like things like you know Burger King's kind of doing that right now, and they're doing those kind of things where they're saying get this for a buck or whatever, they take a loss on that, especially in an economy like this. But using the Big Mac as a microcosm and ketchup packets is another part of it. I'm going to demonstrate to you that we really, really are going to have to pay attention to what is coming with regard to food demand, supply chains, inflation, and how this COVID-19 thing, once it's over, is going to put us in one hell of a bind. And we need to be prepared for it. And you need to be prepared as well. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Looking ahead to the future is what we do here at Ground Zero. And so tonight, death by ketchup, pretty much. It's something that I thought about and I thought I would talk about tonight on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clegg Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts, 
Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.